Well, DarbyCast, this is it. What day is it? Damn right. It's Europe Tuesday. And I bet you're scratching your head and saying, what is Europe Tuesday? Maybe you should listen, friend. Whew, maybe you should listen. And DarbyCast is firing right now. Completely firing. Hot reviews. Hot reviews on Apple Podcasts. People are digging it. And how could they not? After that incredible take yesterday on ESPN and how it's a bunch of trash, but also the one before that, Elon Musk, Chuck E. Cheese, that shed a lot of light on a lot of things in a fashion that made people's hearts, minds, bodies, and spirits light on fire with passion. And that's what Darby Cast is about. We're going to light you up. We're going to light you up. And why not? But it's Europe Tuesday. Europe Tuesday. Europe's big. Tuesday's a day of the week. And you've got Europe Tuesday. I just want to put on the final countdown by the band Europe right now. But that's probably going to be copyright infringement. So if you get a chance, maybe later today, maybe you just put that song on. Maybe you just rip that song. Sounds great. Sounds great. Whatever you're doing, if you're getting your workout in, you're getting your workout in, you're listening to the final countdown, and it brings back memories. Maybe every time you hear that song, from here on out, you're going to associate it with Darby Cast and Europe Tuesdays. Wouldn't be the worst thing. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. So Europe Tuesday, let's talk about what's going on in Europe. I'm on the internet this morning, like a pro, wake up, sipping, uh, sipping the coffee. And I'm like, okay, let's, uh, let's Google Europe, comma, uh, Tuesday. And of course, I get a big old picture of Angela Merkel. And I'm like, ah, oh, not today. I will save Angela. For another day. So I keep scrolling because I'm like, Angela, I can't. I can't with you today. You seem bummed out. You've got this, this face that's just so serious and harsh and lifeless. And I'm like, what makes you happy? What can lift your spirits? But then I scroll a little bit farther and I see Boris Johnson, prime minister of the UK, and look at his haircut. You can tell that guy has fun. All the fucking time. It's bleach blonde. It's all over the place. It's a mess. But you're like, Boris, you're not fooling anyone, friend, pal. You know how to skateboard. And you're not bad at all. You know how to kickflip. You know how to kickflip. You know how to grind. In fact, you're quite good at grinding. 50-50 grind. Board slide. You know how to do all the tricks. Boris, I see that briefcase. And I know there aren't important papers from the international community about how you're going to solve the coronavirus in the UK. You know, I know what's in that. I know it's in your briefcase. A lot of people probably look at that, that briefcase or whatever you're carrying at any given moment. And they're just dropping a big fat fucking ludicrous. And they're saying, what in the world's in that bag? What you got in that bag? And I'm going to tell you right fucking now it's a pair of soaps, those shoes 
that weighed like six pounds a piece. Six pounds. And they had these grind plates on them. And there's, a, there's two kinds of people who, who had soaps. First, the people who wanted to skate but could never nail the kickflip and they lost their right to ride a skateboard. Or in the case of somebody like Boris Johnson, it's somebody who's so damn good at grinding that even when he doesn't have a skateboard on him, he wants a way to just crush a rail. After you've used your soaps to efficiently descend a flight of stairs, can you imagine just walking them? Get the fuck out of here. And what else is in his briefcase? Obviously some wax. He's, uh, he's just waxing up the, he's waxing up rails. He's at the UN and as he's leaving, they're all talking coronavirus. Donnie J is there. He's being chill as fuck. And every, everybody's there. Angela's there. And I tell you who's not uh, grinding down the rail in front of the UN, Angela. But Boris just slips on his soaps and he just crushes it all the fucking way down and he flexes. And I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm like, oh my God, now that's a leader. That's a leader. Look at his hairstyle. It's all over the place. Boris back in the day. I don't know if they had emo chicks in the UK, but if he's at the skate park, those emo chicks are all over him. They're all over him. And, and what fortitude, what mental strength it took for him to say, I'm walking away from the skate park. I'm walking away from becoming one of the greatest skaters in the world. The biggest, one of the biggest grind artists completely eclipsing the significance of somebody like Tony Hawk. Yeah, I, I'm actually pretty upset that I was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater when I could have been playing Boris Johnson Pro Skater. Boris Johnson Pro Skater too. Boris Johnson's just doing a Christ air. He's just hitting the lip, hitting the ramp, and then he's 50-50 grinding all the way to leadership. Okay? Okay? And that's, a, that's the guy you want running the country. You know, uh, the UK has been in the news. The UK has been in the news for the past year and a half about Brexit, about Brexit. And I, I think most uh, most Brits, they uh, I don't even know if they care because they're just too busy throwing on YouTube uh, highlight reels of Boris just hitting a rail. Right. Right. That's that's it. That's it. Boris is fucking hitting the rails hard hitting the rails and you know how many times you know how many times some international dirtbags have tried to take out boris because he's really pro brexit and i respect the fuck out of it he's the eu has sent assassins and you know this is true you know it's true it never shows up in the news but you know it's true they send assassins after him constantly and that's also a reason to have a pair of soaps. So he's just, he steps out of the parliament building and he looks at Big Ben. He says, oh, look at the time. I could go for some fish and chips and a spot of tea. Because that's what everybody says when they see Big Ben. Sees a double-decker bus, pops a boner, and he's like, oh, life is good. My name is Boris Johnson. You can call me BJ. You can call me Beej. And then gunfire out of nowhere. Boris is used to it. The soaps are already on his feet and he takes off 
six pounds a piece, and he is still fucking flying. Boris Johnson could easily enter the Olympics and, and give Usain Bolt a run for his money while wearing soaps. Little known fact, Boris Johnson, incredible runner. So he takes off in his soaps and there's these uh, dirtbag EU henchmen and they're like, you're going to have to stay in the EU. And Boris is like, the fuck I am. He takes off. He takes off down an alley. And he is just like a lightning bolt and they're and and these and these henchmen and they're on motorcycles and and Boris is like, <laughs> you think you think that's going to stop me? Yeah, right. So he's just he is absolutely screaming down a back alleyway. And one of these times, and this has probably happened more often than you would imagine. He's running down one of these alleys. Picture this. He's running down one of these alleys. His bleach blonde hair is flapping in the wind that he is creating because of the speed that he's generating by how fast he's running. Are you picturing this? He's got a little bit of sweat, but he's well-conditioned. He's well-conditioned. He gets to what he thinks looks like a dead end, a dead end. He's in an alleyway, but hey, newsflash, he's Boris Johnson. He's the prime minister of the UK. He knows every alley like the back of his hand. London is a joke to him in terms of his uh, ability to navigate it. He knows where everything is. So these dirt bags, they are just revving their motorcycle engine and they're like, we're going to take you out, Boris. You are going to submit to the will of the EU. We have got you. We're coming for you. And they and they speed his way. It's the last mistake they'll ever make. Right. All right. So they're going full speed and they're they're saying, we're not going to shoot you, Boris. We're going to make an example of you and we're going to deck you with this motorcycle. Boris waits and he's playing a game of chicken. He's just standing still and they're picking up speed. And at the last second, he just steps out of the way and guess where he goes? That's right. Right next to him, there is a staircase, about 2000 steps, and he grinds all the fucking way down. And he is balanced. He's poised the entire time, which speaks to his core strength. Deceptively strong core, Boris Johnson. Deceptively strong core. That's the leader you want to handle any kind of crisis. So when the EU's coming after you and saying, hey, I know, um, I know there's some Northern European countries that have really, that are really more economically productive than a couple other things in the EU, but we're just going to slap you in. We're going to, we're going to open up all the borders and, and listen, I know your countries have been separated by geographic barriers and, uh, and political borders for a, a number of years and you've developed uh, discrete cultures. But what if we just said as the EU that you're all the same? And then what if we, um, yeah, what if we just raped uh, the economic landscape by, by just throwing you all together and bless Boris Johnson and his ability to grind and flex on people and say, the, get the fuck out of the UK. We're getting out of you. We're taking off. We're sick of you, EU. And, and the UK has been hurting, right? And I didn't realize this, you know, I've been, it's been a while since I've been to the UK back since, you know, maybe 2011, 2012. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize cause I was kind of, you know, a little bit younger, a little bit more naive, not as well read. I'm still pretty naive and not very well read, but, but to a much more severe degree, um, 
I was entirely ignorant when I when I went to the UK and things seemed fine. I was drinking a Boddington's and having some fish and chips and enjoying uh, London culture. But apparently that's gone now. If you go and you read, you read on the websites. And I know you people and you go to websites. If you if you're a listener, if you're an avid listener of Darbycast, you are on websites. You have to be. You have to be. You're somebody who likes to stay informed. But you're also going to get informed a little bit more here. Learn some lesser known facts like, oh, Boris Johnson was dropping the panties of emo chicks back in the day and he walked away from them. He had the strength to walk away from a bunch of emo chicks and they weren't even they weren't that hot, but they they hustled and they were making him offers and they were like, I'll take you to a concert, Boris. And he was like, sorry, I have to step up for my country and I've got to prepare for this. So he did. So he did. He knew he had the foresight, the premonition to say, I know there's a big battle coming up in my life and I'm going to eventually be the prime minister of the UK. And as much as I'd like to grind all day at the park, skate park and put these Put these other uh, these hooligans to shame. My country needs me. That's who you want. That's who you want. But when I was in the UK, let's bring it back. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But if you read an article now on the internet on the websites that you go to, you're reading that they've got a bit of a, uh, a kind of a cultural crisis. Now it turns out uh, people in in the UK they didn't have enough babies, and then all of a sudden uh, they were like the EU was like we're going to take in every refugee ever. And our definition of refugee is we're just going to take poor people from the Middle East. We're not going to really vet them a whole lot. And, um, oh, yeah, refugees. Yeah, they're military age men. Oh, oh, you were expecting women and children uh, fleeing a war zone? No, no, no. It's it's military age men refugees. And we're going to we're going to have them come in through uh, Greece, southern Italy and a couple other places. And because of our EU open borders policy. They're just going to they're going to show up and that's going to be fine. Right, everyone. And it turns out there's a little bit of pushback from people in the EU, people in uh, in France. They are up in baguettes about this. Other people are up in arms. They're up in baguettes and they're just chain smoking cigarettes and they're pissed. They're pissed. And they're still taking it. They're still fucking taking it. And there have been there have been riots in in France over this for the past like year, year and a half, the yellow vest riots. And they're saying, hey, Emmanuel Macron. Hey, buddy. We know that you're married to somebody like 40 years older than you. You're like 40 and your chick's like 80. And there's something oddly charming and respectable about that. But you got to kind of step up for uh, for France. You got to step up and be like, ah, you got to take a you got to take a page out of Boris Johnson's book, do you not? Do you not? Do you do you buy a pair of soaps? Macron? Maybe get some street cred, maybe grow grow some fucking grow a sack and then you just grind your way to success. Take a page out of Boris Johnson's book. And if Boris Johnson hasn't written a tell all at this point called um grind your way to freedom, maybe he should. Maybe the guy should. He definitely should. What am I saying? I'm giving him the maybe as a little bit of leeway 
but it, it's we know we know what needs to go down. He needs to write that book and he needs to sign a copy and send it to Emmanuel Macron. He needs to send one to Angela Merkel. He needs to send one to Angela Merkel and she won't read it. She won't because she's having a joyless time. What does she do for fun? I don't know. She's not escaping henchmen showing her country that she's willing to have a, a game of chicken with some jerks on a motorcycle only to escape down a 2000 step staircase via the railing with her feet. Oh, I, I don't know how, how Germany's going to survive. I don't know how France is going to survive the, the coronavirus. First off, that's kind of in the immediate. But even even before then, the cultural crisis of. Uh, and listen, it's not as though uh, it's not as though these these refugees are inherently bad people. I don't know. Maybe some of them are. I don't fucking know. But they are kind of changing things. I get that. I read this and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Turns out if uh, if you bring in if you if you've got an island. If you've got an island, let's call it England. And you've got a discrete population and then you add like yeah, you, you add a bunch more people and their birth rates real, real high. These people are good. They're cracking out kids. They're leave it in people. You know what I mean? You know, you, you got some people who are pull out guys and then you got some guys who are leave it in guys. And I think these people are leave it in guys. And they're having a lot of they're having babies and the Brits are just trying to go to the thatch roof uh, Shakespearean theater and enjoy the high culture. But all of a sudden it's like Ramadan and everything's getting shut down and the British people are like, wait, what the fuck? Why do we have to shut down for this? And then the government, for whatever reason, you got people in the government who are like, guys, we have to do this. And it's like, wait, why? And nobody has a good answer. Nobody's got a good answer for it. And I'm just kind of reading this from afar. And it's not like I'm a UK citizen or, or a part of the flaming disaster that is the EU. I'm an American. And that rocks. That's cool. That's cool. A lot of people hate us. A lot of people hate, uh, hate on the US. And I get it. We've got a lot of fat people. And, uh, and our culture is based on whorish consumerism. I get that. I get that. I can see why we're easy to hate. Oh, wait, listen, you don't know. We've got some pretty cool people. Well, you know how to play spike ball and drink White Claw at the beach. Ever heard of it? You probably haven't. You probably haven't. If you're in the UK, you've been too, uh, you've been too fired up and stoked on your prime minister hitting rails to really pay attention to anything. And I don't blame you. I get that. I totally get that. It sounds pretty good. So Europe, it turns out Europe is, uh, it's actually some countries that act, that have some pretty uh, rich history and uh, and distinct cultures, and that when you try to mash them all together and open up all the borders and just say, "Oh yeah, you guys all have the same currency now, even though you have different levels of productivity and economic strength, and you've you have people um, millions of people, you have people just kind of coming in from everywhere and just being like." And just smoking a cigarette and eating a baguette and, I'm, and they're like, I'm French now. And it's like, are you? Are you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the definitions. I don't know. I don't know. And I think it's, it's, it's talk like this. I'm pretty sure it's talk like this that gets you labeled a right wing nut job. But 
to be honest with you, it seems pretty straightforward. It seems pretty straightforward that if you bring a bunch of people, if you took everybody from Greece and you threw them on, you threw them in England and you took everyone in England and you threw them in Greece, things would change a little bit for Greece and for England. I think they would. I don't think it's just some uh, interchangeable thing. I think all of a sudden you'd see a lot of euros and uh, and uh, Greek yogurt coming out of uh, the UK. I think you'd see people who were who were tan and had curlier hair and and knew how to relax a little bit harder. Right. The Greek economy, it's kind of about chilling out and maybe some tourism. You go to Mykonos, you go to the high walled cliffs of Santorini. And the Brits, they're gonna wanna, they're gonna wanna do something with it. But the Greeks, they're they're just chill bow baggins. They are relaxed as fuck. And it shows in their economy. Their economy sucks. But I I feel for them. I feel for them. So Boris Johnson is he's obviously gonna defeat the coronavirus in a game of chicken, in a game of epidemiological chicken. Because he's done it so many times with henchmen that it's like, oh, you're just, you're a virus. Please, <laughs> please get the fuck out of here. And it's gone. UK is fine. But then after that, UK's got some issues They're They might have to repatriate some of the refugees. And I thought that was kind of the point of, a, of a being a refugee is that eventually you go back. You're like, oh, yeah, things were shady. Uh, things were a little rough. We're in a war zone. And uh, now we're going to go back. And I don't understand the Middle East refugee crisis. I don't. I don't. And I don't understand why they just don't go to neighboring countries where they speak the same language and, um, you know, they got the same religion. That seems like a kind of a cultural compatibility thing that it's pretty far removed. It's pretty far removed. And no knock on it. No knock on it. Listen. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I am saying they're discreet and you should probably respect that. I'm saying it's a little disrespectful to, um, you know, a guy named uh, Niles Cavendish who lives in Kensington, Upleyshire. You know, some silly sounding fucking look it up. Honestly, Kyle, look it up. That place has to exist. Every British town that you've never heard of, you've probably heard of London, maybe Brighton. Maybe Leeds. You've heard a couple. You've heard of a couple of these cities, but most of the other cities are Notting Hollow by Uptonbury, Buxley Haven, Kensingshire. They're ridiculous sounding. They're ridiculous sounding, but also pretty chill, pretty cool. So that's what's going on after the virus. After Boris absolutely checkmates the virus. And maybe you can, maybe you, maybe you can challenge a virus to a grind off. I don't know what that looks like. Sounds like primetime television to me. And Boris, he's just stepping up and looking at a railing and laughing at the railing and laughing at the virus at the same time. Looks over at, at some, you know, patch of ground and he knows the virus is there watching. There's a big crowd of the virus watching. And he just steps up and he grinds all the fucking way down. The virus, it implodes everywhere, globally. Boris Johnson's going to save us from the coronavirus by humiliating the virus. 
oh, you didn't realize that was the best medicine? People are talking about, oh, uh, is there going to be a vaccine? Or should we do it with ultraviolet light? Should we social distance? Should we stay? Uh, should we not high five? Newsflash, people. Get Boris Johnson to humiliate the virus. Okay? Okay? That's, that's the way you do it. And then he can move on to bigger, better things. Once that's all handled easily by Boris, I tell you, I tell you what he's going to do is he's just going to say, hey, what, you know what? After this, we're going to break off from the EU because we don't like you. We don't like this whole open borders thing. And we're going to repatriate some people. And, it, and in this repatriation, listen, guys, listen, uh, listen here, refugees. It's OK. You can go back to the e- EU. Go hang out with Emmanuel Macron and his senior citizen chick. Go hang out with them. They're fine with it. He's done nothing about the yellow vest uh, protests and 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 France is about to descend into chaos. Turns out in a lot of these northern European countries, there's a lot of violence against their chicks coming at the behest of the refugees. That's what I've read. That's what I've heard. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's fake news. Maybe it's fake fucking news. But maybe it's not. So I think Boris Johnson is basically our only our only hope. I mean, he's your only hope. UK. He's got to take you guys out. He's got to take you guys out of the EU and he's got to re- repatriate some people. I don't know if the, the whatever the crisis in the Middle East, I don't know if that's over, but eventually you got to be like, OK, guys, we gave you we gave you a time out from from the conflict for like five years. And and like, why is it all a bunch of bros here? Shouldn't you guys be like fighting for for your country? Shouldn't you guys be trying to rebuild? Why are there no why didn't you send any of the women and children? We could have taken care of them for a little bit and then sent them back. But uh but now you you just you put a beret on some uh on a guy uh on Ahmed and you say, "Hey Ahmed, smoke this cigarette. You want a baguette?" And and then the people leading the EU, they're trying to say, "Yeah, he's French. He's absolutely French." It's like he's been here for 4 days. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This guy has his own identity and you can't just, you can't just slap it on. You're trying to, you're trying to, it's a, it's a little weird. And listen, this might put me in, in the, in the turf of an, of just a insensitive right wing nut job. But I don't think, I truly think this is pretty straightforward. Like I said, like I said, so what's Boris going to do? Only time will tell, but he's going to do something big. Boris is not one to be fucked with. Because behind that carefree, messy mop of bleach blonde hair is a big old fucking brain. And that dude, he knows what's up. You're going to go toe to toe. If the EU, if the leadership of the EU thinks they can go toe to toe with a guy who can humiliate a virus out of existence, Yikes. That's a losing battle. You're going to lose that every fucking time. You're going to lose that every time. I think Boris Johnson is going to clean up Europe. I think he's just going to, I think he's going to have that, that hard, honest talk with people and be like, be like, hey, I, the, the British legacy is kind of like uh, literature tea. And I don't know if it's, it's about the Koran. I don't know if, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's about that. 
And I think that's all he has to say. I don't think you have to come out guns blazing and be like, fuck these people. Because listen, there's they're people. They're people. But I, I think you can make the point like these people aren't really buying into the Shakespeare. I, I think we're kind of seeing how this goes. All these British people, they're like celebrating Ramadan now or being or being forced to. And I don't think they like it. I don't think they like it, but they're a polite people. Not as polite and pushovery as Canadians. Because Canadians, there's no hope for them. Justin Trudeau, Justin Trudeau is dressing up in a cowboy outfit and going to Texas and trying to suck off a bull because bestiality is legal in Canada, I think. And he's playing dress up. He loves playing dress up. Canada's in trouble. They don't know. Canada wishes they had a Boris Johnson. Boy, do they wish they had a Boris Johnson. Strong leader. Strong leader. I mean, in the the U.S. elections coming up, now that you know about Boris's ability to grind with soaps and, and a skateboard, I think we as Americans, I think we have the right to know. We have the right to ask Joe Biden and, and Donnie J. Can you guys, can you guys grind? You guys ever, uh, <clears throat> do, you own a, do you own a pair of soaps? Do you, own, do you own a pair of soaps? That's a fair question. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. It's necessary. It's compulsory. Mandatory. Obligatory. Right? Right? That's the future, people. That's the future. So Boris is going to defeat coronavirus by being a cool fucking dude. And then he's going to grind all over the collective fucking faces of the people running the EU. And he's going to say no fucking way. You know what? You know what, Angela? You can take the rest of the refugees. Germany has really, um, in the past hundred years, Germany has done some questionable things. And you seem to be continuing to lead the charge with questionable things. You can't seem to get it right. You just can't seem to get it right. So we're going to send, we're going to repatriate out of the UK. We're going to do the Brexit. We're going to say, fuck you to everyone. We are a sovereign state. And you guys can take, uh, you guys can take uh, Ahmed and give him a, a piece of schnitzel and some, and some butter noodles and a bratwurst. Right? Right? And just see how that goes. See how that goes. It's not going well. The stories that I've read, the stories that I've read, it's not going well in Europe. They've got real tight like gun laws and everything like that. But it turns out some of these uh, some of these uh, disenfranchised uh, refugees are uh, they just take trucks and just mow people over. Boris is sick of it and he's about to flex. He's about to flex. He's going to he is going to just. Have you at any point in, in your life, have you ever come across you were kind of acting a little bit silly and some really fucking cool guy? He just came into your space and was like, you need to chill, bro. That hurts. That hurts. Or if you were like, you know, maybe you're in your early teens and like some dude who's in high school, maybe like a high school junior. He comes up to you and he's like, what's up, you little fucking douche? And oh boy, does that ruin you? That's the kind of heat that Boris is bringing and you can't refute it. Just like you as a 13-year-old, you could never tell an 18-year-old you couldn't fight back. You couldn't. You couldn't. So that's what Boris is going to do. And he's going to send him and he's going to say, Angela, you know what? You take these people off our hands. We're going to go back to Shakespeare, warm beer, 
and double-decker buses. And you can have, listen, feed him schnitzel. And if you don't want him, send him to Emmanuel Macron and see if he's willing to just stuff some baguettes in their fucking faces until they're French. Because that's how it works, right? That's how it works. That's culture. And that's culture. You know, I've heard if in the U.S., if you eat a burger, you're instantly American. That's, um, that's our new, uh, that's our measuring stick. That's our measuring stick. It's not whether you speak the language and kind of do, um, kind of try to ingratiate yourself in, uh, in the holidays, the institutions and, and, and the people you get to know your neighbors and everything like that. No, you just eat one food that's from that place and you're in. What's the official food of the EU now that they've just bastardized the culture of all those places in, into one? Who fucking knows? But it's about time for Boris to take back the UK. And whatever he wants to do from there, he's a fickle beast. And he might, he cares about the UK, but he might, and he's going to fuck up coronavirus. But, but I don't know if you can count on him to, to save the rest of, of Europe. I don't know if you can. And this is Europe Tuesday. This is Europe Tuesday. And this is a, this is a sweeping overview of what's going on. It's a sweeping overview. And have I seen any of these things firsthand account? No, I haven't. But I, like you, the Darby cast listeners, I go to websites and I read things. And occasionally I see things and I'm like, hey, that's right. And and then you see on on the more of the left leaning websites, like people who think that um, increasing the population of of the UK double with people from different countries who have not really interacted for thousands of years and have completely different cultures. If you're not cool with that, you are a racist. And it's like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Listen. I'm not buying it. Standing up for for your ability to party by drinking tea and and living in some fucking weird named city, that is your right as a UK citizen. And I uh, I agree with you. And honestly, it's probably also cool not to have your daughter get raped by um by a roving pack of uh of guys who don't speak English. It's that's that's a that's cool. That's cool. I'm going to have to edit some stuff out of this one. I'm going to have to edit. I'm going to have to retroactively. I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to edit some stuff out because I'm going to get myself. I'm going to get myself labeled a, a, a terrorist, a domestic terrorist for the UK, even though I live in in the US. I'm going to get I'm going to get slapped with that right wing nut job after after this one. If I haven't already, if I haven't already. And you kind of just got to wear it and be like, I guess you can say that. I guess you can label me that. But I don't view myself as such. Checkmate. I don't self-identify as a right-wing nut job. Uh-oh. Using your own language against you? Boom. Gotcha. Fucking roasted. You're toast. Toast my ghost. So what's going to happen on Europe Tuesdays? We're going to go all over the place. But I think we've established our, our fighting champion is Boris Johnson. This is DarbyCast. This is a Europe Tuesday. Follow us. Give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review review on Apple podcasts. Give us a huge review and like maybe one or two sentences and be like, that guy's he's, he's right. He's a good dude. He's right about a lot of shit. He's a good fucking dude. He's not right about everything, but he's right about some pretty key things. And I bet a bunch of you, you're going to look up 
Boris Johnson today and you're going to look up Angela Merkel and I'll just let you decide for yourself who seems better equipped to handle anything. Choice is pretty clear. Choice is pretty fucking clear, right? But Emmanuel Macron, you're a piece of shit, bro. Just listen to your people. They're wearing yellow vests. Does that mean nothing to you, jackass? Does that mean nothing to you? Listen, quit going down on your 80-year-old girlfriend for two seconds and, and step up. You could. You could if you knew how to skate. If you knew how to grind. Son of a bitch. Give us five stars. Give the podcast five stars. Write a review. Follow us on social media at Derbyshire USA. It's at Derbyshire USA for everything. Go to DerbyshireUSA.com. Look up the merch. Look up the merch. Derbyshire has better merch than anything you've ever seen. And if you, if you are wearing some kind of Brett Whiskers t-shirt, oh boy, people are going to know that you are a champion of truth, justice, and a warrior of the faith. And if, if you're not a church going person, you put on that shirt and you're like, should I be going to church? Should I check that out? Should I join? Uh, should I see what that's all about? Maybe you should. Maybe you should. But this is Darby cast. And you're saying, is this a Christian channel? Is this a, is this a Christian podcast? That's up to you. That's, that's up to you to decide. Okay. Okay. And that's going to do it for Europe Tuesday. And once again, a fucking slam dunk of a podcast. If you don't like this, just if you don't like a podcast like this, get the fuck off the Internet. You don't belong. You don't belong. You got to enjoy the heat of a, of a good podcast. You got to enjoy it. And if you don't, you're not that chill. You're not that chill. Like share, follow, subscribe, do it all. And what's what's tomorrow? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Economics Wednesdays. Uh, it's a fan favorite. It is a fan favorite of the Darby cast. Have a great Tuesday. It's Europe Tuesday.